Mamish close to the end. And that is on page seven ninety six in the stone edition. Uh, yeah, Mr. Schneider. Yes, sir. We're waiting. Okay, say it louder so you'll hear. All right, in the Stone Edition, page 796, the Posuk we read in Posuk Tes and Yud. The Posuk reads, Veha'onon sor me'al ha'oyel. Where are we? No, yeah? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. Tes and Yud. Vayichar af Hashem bom. Vayelach. The wrath of Hashem flared up against them, and he left. That is, Aaron, right? Aaron and Miriam and Aaron spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay? Miriam and Aaron spoke Moshe Rabbeinu, Loshon Hora, etc. Okay. We're not going to go into the details and the specifics of what they said, what was spoken. Miriam was the one who started the, initiated the talk. Aaron either agreed or kept quiet. I would before I explain. So therefore, the Torah says, The wrath of Hashem flared up against them, meaning Miriam and Aaron, and he left. Who left? The Shechina. The Shechina left. And it says in the next oil. The cloud had departed atop the tent, and behold, Miriam was afflicted with tzoraz, like snow. Aaron turned to Miriam, and behold, she was afflicted with Sarah. Okay, so reads the possible. Now, in the Pasuk, Vehine Miriam mitzoraz kasholem, mitzoraz kasholek, vayif and Aaron, el Miriam vehine mitzoraz, if you just read the Pasuk, you, there's an obvious, seemingly an, ob, an obvious repetition. And in addition to the repetition, there is uh, also a change in language. And that is as follows. Which I, I believe the Rogachover Goin wants to ask this question. And these questions. And this is as follows. It says in the Posuk, Vihine Miriam Mitzoraz Kasholeg. Behold, Miriam is white as snow. Right? As Mitzoraz white as snow. Then it says, Aaron turns to Miriam and she is Mitzayros. So question number one is, question number one is, why is there a need to repeat that Aaron turns to Miriam and behold, she's Mitzayros? It says already in the Torah, Miriam Mitzayros, Kasholik. So why the need to repeat again, Behinah Mitzayros? You should just say, Vayif and Aaron, El Miriam. And of course, if she's Mitzaras Kasholik, he sees her that she's Mitzaras. So what does it say in the Torah? Vehina Mitzaras again. Number two, the first the Torah tells us and describes Tzoraz, the Tzoraz of Miriam, that Miriam's Tzoraz is Mitzaras Kasholik, right? As snow, white as snow. And when Aaron turns to Miriam, he sees that she's Mitzaras. What's with the Mitzaras Kasholik? Statenish. Now, these, these, these questions are raised already, brought to our attention by the Arachayim HaKodesh. Already. The Arachayim HaKodesh asks these questions. And he asks, why the need to repeat? And he says, the need... Pinto looked in the this week. I didn't. You didn't notice it? No. You looked at the whole all the Rechaim. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll open it in the Rechaim HaKodesh, a short one here. This, the, the end section of the Rechaim on this thing is... Is there's a whole shakal of about exactly what he's talking about, but we're not going to touch on the end. We're just raising what he says. So he says two pirushim. One pirush he says as follows: Then it says, and that is, the Chazal say 
that and so it's uh, based on the lotion of the Posik Vayichar Af Hashem Bom So Hashem's wrath was bom in both, meaning both Miriam and Aaron. Say the Chazal, and that is a, an opinion, an opinion in the Sifri and also in Misikta Shabbos of Tzadik Zayin Amudalef. So there's an opinion in the Shas and in the Sifri that Aaron also became a Mitzur, was also smitten with Soraz. Okay, so that's the Vayicharaf Hashem Bom But there's a big difference between the Tzoraz of Miriam and the Tzoraz of Aaron. That is, even the opinion who, who claims that he became Mitzorah, nevertheless, his Tzoraz was very for a short while. It came and left, came and went. And this is alluded in the Posuk, Vayifen Aaron El Miriam. Says the Gemara, Vayifen Aaron El Miriam, Miriam Rashi says, Kodam upono, like it says, the Ran says, it's Echidush Yoran Ebzet Shabbos, Panu Derech, Vayifen, it just moved off, it moved away. So that's the meaning of Vayifen Aaron El Miriam. In addition to the literal translation that he turns himself to see what's going on with Miriam, Vayifen Aaron El Miriam, it also means when he turns, so the Mitzaras leaves him, it leaves Aaron. The Mela says the Erechaim, based on this Chazal, that he too was a Mitzurah, and it is alluded in the Vayifen that it left him. So this is what the Torah says again, the Hina Mitzurahs, Vayifen Aaron El Miriam. Aaron turns to Miriam, meaning, so the Torah is saying, the Tzurahs left him. But the Hina Mitzurahs, behold, he sees that the Tzurahs is still sitting and with Miriam, even though by him it's gone. That's what the Torah repeats itself to say, the Hina Mitzurahs. He doesn't deal with the Mitzurahs Kasholik, he talks about the repeat. Uh, yeah. Then he says another pshat, Vayifen Aaron El Miriam because it says in the Sifri as follows. Uh, in the Sifri it says that every time, and possibly this follows with the opinion who claims that, anyway, I don't know if it does or it doesn't, it's not relevant now. There is an opinion who says that he wasn't afflicted with Saras, Aaron. And Hashem sufficed with this that he saw Miriam afflicted with Saras. And by him seeing his sister afflicted with Tzoraz, that pained him, and that was his, so to speak, that was his punishment. That was the punishment for Aaron to see his sister, and he was in pain to see his sister. So the Chazal, the Sifri, it says in Sifri as follows, there's a Sifri which says, Al-Asar, Aaron el Miriam that every time Aaron gazed at his sister Miriam, that's when the Tzoraz came out on her, and it spread. Every time he looks at her, it spreads. And as the Pirish Toyo Sodom in the Safri says, what's exactly Shivishimazrash? But every time he looked at her, it spread even further. And we know that when the Tsaras spreads, like we learned in Parsha Sazriya Mitsura, so that's a simantuma, etc. So it makes it even worse, makes it a hasha. So every time he turned away, he was parachas, it left her. Every time he stares at her, so it's mitsaras. I'll call upon him. Why? Because that was meant to, so to speak, cause him the pain. Because he also was deserving in a punishment, but Hashem, according to the certain, according to the Pirkei Rabbelezer, etc., the reason why Hashem doesn't afflict him with Tzoraz is because he has to do the Avoida, etc., etc. Okay, whatever, without going into this, the, the fine details. So I'll call upon him according to the second shot. So here comes the second shot of the Rechaim, and he says, that's where it says, Vayifen, Ach, Aaron, no Miriam, Vayinim, Tzoraz. HaKadosh Baruch was saying, yeah, when he turns to her, that's when she becomes a Mitzaras. In other words, she may have not been a Mitzaras when he wasn't gazing at her, looking at her, because then it's Purachas, it leaves her. Dafka, when he turns to her, she becomes Mitzaras. So that's again why the Torah repeats itself in a Mitzaras. These are the two Perushim in the Urachayim. Then he ends off with a couple of lines, and the Mephorshim deal with it and lent exactly what the Urachayim HaKadosh means. But these are the two Perushim and why the Torah repeats in a Mitzaras. Just by the way, and that, by the way, you know, the, the Targum usually reconciles issues for us. Okay, so I'm just saying whatever, just look after it here. After all, it could be a very important message, you're an important person. They want me to go. Okay. Okay, so interest, uh, the, uh, let me just re- bring to your attention what the Targum Uncle. I haven't seen before, I mean, I have some Forsham on Targum, Targum Uncle is Targum Yunus, and I haven't seen anyone dealing with it. Actually, I have another safe I didn't bother looking in. Okay, Nustrevtach, let's move. The uh, Iker. So the Targum uh, Unculus says as follows. Look what the Targum Unculus says on the Pasuk. 
on the pasuk. Vayif and Aaron Olmilim v'hinu Miriam v'ha'onas ramal me'alahoyim v'hinu Miriam mitzaras kasholik. Then Vayif and Aaron Olmilim v'hinu mitzaras. Take a look at your targum. So first he says, look, v'hinu Miriam chavro kisalga. Miriam is white like snow, which there I understand what he adds. Because it says in the Torah, she's mitzaras kashelik. What does kashelik mean? So basically, one of the Mishnah says, right? That it's azo kashelik, the strongest uh, uh, shade of white. In the Torah, is white as snow. So he adds the chavro kisalgo, that it's as white as snow. But he omits the mitzaras. You see, it's interesting. He omits the term. It doesn't define, explain the word mitzaras. Just that she is white as snow. And at the end he says, Vihina Mitzeraz Vahos Giras. Giras, he 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 is Mefarish throughout Parsha Sazri and Mitzeira. Whenever it says Mitzeira or Mitzeraz or Tzeraz means Giras. In other words, in quarantine. Okay? So here too he touches Mitzeraz, that's Giras, that's Mitzeraz. So he omits the first Mitzeraz, interestingly, right? He just explains the Kasholik, white as snow, and he sees that she is. Mitzoras. Okay, so maybe with that he tried to reconcile that there's no repetition of the Mitzoras. The first Mitzoras he touches Ke'ilu, it's white as snow. And then the second time it says Mitzoras. Okay, that's Mitrachten exactly what the. But what is even more interesting, take a look at the Targim Yenison. You don't have one by you, but I'll read it for you. It's Mama Shmotna. Look, Targim Yenison says as follows. Vahom Miriam, yeah, van, vanam, iakar shchinta da Hashem. Yeah, the shchinta left. Istalik milave when the shkinda left. Istalik milave mashkino. So uh, yeah, the the owner left. He leaves. Vaho Miriam lokas bitsura. Miriam is smitten with tsaras. Vistakal Aaron lavas Miriam vaho lokas bitsura. And he, and then Miriam Aaron sees Miriam and he sees that she's smitten with tsaras. He omits the hokasholik. The Targum Yenison omits the kasholik. Yeah. He just touches up the Tzaras. He, he repeats it. He repeats it. But I'm just saying, so it's molten glat. In other words, at least in Arachumish we have. In Arachumish we didn't understand why it says first Mitzaras Kasholik, and when then it says Mitzaras Tam, and why he repeats it. With the time it makes our Shaila only stronger, because he omits the Kasholik, and they're both places it says Mitzaras. Okay, I'll call upon it. We have, we have to look at the version, but this I'm just highlighting. Excuse me, I'm just highlighting the Targum Yerushalmi and the Targum Yerushalmi, which I would believe maybe they're also dealing. They want to treat this in some way, and they treat it in some way exactly what their aims and goals are. I mean, what they, what exactly how they do it. I'm unsure. Okay, uh, the Rocket Shover has a very interesting approach. Now, I believe that many sections of this. Sometimes the Rocket Shover just says his pshat, and it's novel in the pasuk. And he bases it on chazals, which are explicit in the Furish and the chazals. I think here he takes a Gemara, which he really builds on this Gemara, and something makes me think he learns this whole Gemara differently. Different to the way one would learn it. One would approach it just, you know, just the pastures in the simple form of the, the Gemara. The Gemara with the Rashi doesn't seem to follow. The Chor, with the way the Rogat learns. It's a shtikl agadate. Pasha, the shtikl Gemara in the Sikhta Soite, which is agadate. It's not even a halachic issue. And interestingly, Dafka, according to the Rogat Shavu, we can appreciate why the Gemara is, goes into details about it all, as we'll soon, I'll soon bring to your attention. But first, he introduces his files. He goes on the Pazik, Vayichar Af Hashem. Now, I, I believe the Rogat Shavu wants to explain many different uh, issues with, this, uh, with, his, uh, with his approach, with his analysis here. And this is number one. Number one, on the Pesach, it says, Vayichar af Hashem bom vayelach, right? So when we read the Pesach, it says, right, the, Vayichar, the wrath of Hashem flared up against them, and he left, right? Hashem leaves. Hashem leaves. And the Onom, right, the cloud departs, and they, she is mitzoraz kasholik, correct? So the Rogichover tells us as follows. And he wants to explain for us something very important. When you look at the Pesach, it seems Hashem, this his talkus Hashchina. The Shchina is removing itself, right? The Anon departs. So what happens? So there's no Hashgocha. There's no Hashgocha. So it becomes free for all. And there's havoc. And anything can come out of it. Then there's room for the demons. Then there's room for the sorcerers, etc., etc., etc. We'll soon see. 
For instance, let me just bring to your attention an interesting thing. I'll come to it soon, I'm sorry. So the Raghachavar says, he brings up a, a, a murder in the And so it, so it would seem that Dafka, look at Rashi. Rashi says also another interesting, Rashi says Marshall, Rashi gives an example. Take a look at the Rashi. I thought Dafka Rashi substantiated the Raghachavar, and then I thought around a moment that maybe Dafka doesn't. Look at the, look at the, 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 the Rashi brings a Marshall. Look at the Moshe. Rashi says, Sar, right? The Shechina leaves, then the, 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 the cloud departs, then it says, Rashi says, and thereafter, Vihine Miriam Mitzeraz Kasholik. Says Rashi Moshe. Moshe Lemelech Sha'omel Petagog. He says to the teacher, the king says to the teacher, Redeas Bni, you should smite my son. Avol, but don't do it in front of me. Because I have pity on him, right? I care for him and it's going to disturb me and hurt me to see how you smile him. So if you have to whack him, whack him when I'm not around. So that supports the Rogachover. It supports the Rogachover. I thought so, right? But I definitely thought it doesn't. Because Rashi brings a mushroom to Melech when the Melech leaves and tells a different party to smite him. He tells the, the teacher to smite him. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu set aside, and there's someone else who's smiting him. So Dafke, it doesn't support the Rogat Shavu In other words, Hashem is leaving, and the Rogat Shavu is, is going to bring to our attention. So one moment, I'm a note. So the Rogat Shavu says as follows, there's a, there's a murder in Nebuchim from the Rambam. The Rambam says in, in murder in Nebuchim, in Chelek Aleph, uh, yeah, Chelek Aleph, Perik Chavdalet, says the Rambam as follows, that at times you will find the Rambam partial Define certain terms in the, in, the, in the psukim. And there he explains that you find that terms which are generally applied to human beings, that they come and they go, or even to, to, to natural things like the water flowed, so it says the water went, etc., and the like, says the Rambam, we find the same applies to the Shekhinah that Akadosh Baruch Hu borrows, so to speak. It's the borrowed term that we also use, apply certain terms which are used for human beings or natural, uh, etc., also for Akadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, as for instance, like it says that the Shekhinah leaves, so it says the Shekhinah, it went, holach. Then he says, but, avol. There's an avol, he says. Avol, but you should know. I want to tell you something, says the Rambam, at the end of the Perik of Dalit, He says, there's an exception. That normally holach would mean he went away. But there's a holach which applies both to before and after. And where is that? Our apostle. This apostle. He quotes this apostle. What does it say in the apostle? It says, Vayichar af Hashem bom vayelach. Relax. Vahon and sor me'al oil. Vahine miriam mitzeraz kasholik. Says the Rambam. The vayelach applies to before and after. To before Hashem, this is the Histalkos Hashchina. The Shechina is removing itself, leaving. But Vayelach, then Hashem is Mashgiach and brings the Tzoraz unto her. So the Vayelach is that he's leading the Tzoraz. The Vayelach also applies to Vehine Miriam Tzoraz Kasholik, says the Rambam. In other words, even though in the Possek we would learn Hashem leaves. And the Anam departs. And Vihini, behold, and who's bringing it? I don't know why. She's out of the blue. She's Mitzorah's Kasholik. Says the Rambam, no. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is the Mashgiach, and is the Mevi, and is the Moilich, the Tzoraz al Miriam. So the Vayelach goes on the Shekhinah, leaving, removing itself. In other words, there's no Hashgocha. In other words, etc. Right? There's no revelation of godliness. And Hashem is the one who smites her. So says the Rambam. So it's not the Vayelach in the usual context of leaving. Here he's leaving Avol, but here it also means Vayelach. He's going after her. That's what the Rambam says. But then the Onan saw. What's that have to do? As I state, maybe he touches the volume. Also, I don't know, let's not go into the, the, the fine detail of it. That's the Loshan. That's what he says, Chloe. You want me to read the Loshan for you? The Loshan is as follows. He says, Omru vayichar af Hashem bom vayelach yesh b'shnei ha'inyonim yachad. Chloe mar, ingen histalek ha'ashgocha ha'mechunda ba'halicha. It's like, by the way, in, in parentheses. Okay. 
What's Villar? What does the Rogachover? What does the Rambam want it? What does the Rogachover see in this in this Rambam? Of course, the Rogachover sees a Loshna Rambam. It doesn't seem like anything major. I believe because right before that, the Rambam says an interesting thing. Interesting, an unfortunate thing, based on a pasuk in Dvorim. The Rambam says that at times where it says in the Torah, at times when there are unfortunate occurrences in the world, what is it? What is it do to, do do? It is due to what? Due to this that Hakadosh Baruch Hu removes himself, like it says, Haster Aster Ponai So the Rambam quotes this psukim where it says in Dvorim as follows. Look what it says. It says in the pasuk. No, in the Chumash. Actually, it says in the in Vayelach. In Vayelach, it says, yeah. V'chora api voy vayoymahu va'azaftim. Hashem says, I will the wrath, yeah, will anger, yeah. V'azaftim v'histarti ponai mehen v'hoyolechol u'mitzorois rabis v'tzorois. What is the pasuk conveying there? Says the, says the Rambam. The Rambam says here, the Rambam, this is the type of thing where the Hashgocho removes itself, his master Ponai, and then it is open, it's free for all, and the Yidnar unfortunately pray to whoever, and they can do what they want with the Am Yisrael. That's the punishment what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is rebuking and telling the Yidnar words of rebuke that Hashem says, I will remove myself and I'll let them people do whatever they want with you, God forbidding you free for all. Right? So the Rambam says, that's what the, the Rambam says in a former Perik, Perik of Gimel, in, in the Murder of Uchim. And, and that's Perik of Perik of Gimel. In Perik of Dalit, what do you want? He's only Ponai, he's Excuse me, excuse me. I'm telling you what the Rambam says. Yeah. The Rambam says, Mefurish, uh, excuse me, you're telling me Pshatim, tell me what says the Rambam. In Murder of Uchim, it says, Before Waldaf Manibrazar, State the Murder of Uchim, Chlorazi. Look what it says, I want me to read the Loshon, it's real, look. Look, look at the Losh Giferlach. The Ram is Giferlach. Listen. The Geder Eilech Vashuvalim Koimi. The Geder Hastoras Pan. We're reading it in Hebrew. Mama Oid Koshazois Atoychoch. The Ram says that. Excuse me. The Lazab. Tatazis. Zugus Shait Rambam. Ich bin mit dir maskin. Aber ich sage mit der Rambam. Rezani Oloim. Ich sage, I'm not pushing anything. I'm just repeating what the Ram says. Rezani Oloim. Kishiyi Yaharoiz Vatoiv. Loi Begeder Hashgoch. I agree. We know very well that even then there is a hashgacha, but it's begeder hester ponin. We understand that. But when it's begeder hester ponin, that's where it leaves room for unfortunate things. Mashegan with his giliyalukus, and it's not hester ponin. Of course, it's all hester ponin. I got this word for develop. There's no hefka piyatichke. There's no question about that. And who was for Whatever situation it was throughout the Am Yisroel, Hakadosh Baruch Hu was there. The question is, in what situation, what form of fashionism? Is he there in a form of Hester Ponim or not? Says the Rambam, when it's in a form of Hester Ponim, says the Rambam, it's not together Hashgoch. Rak together Siluk Vaziva Lemikre Hazman. Right? In, 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 in practical, in revelation, it seems that way, right? Because I call the Chiborah as Master Pono. The Chaim Mevur be Yerushalmi. Look at the Lashon Yerushalmi. It says Yerushalmi Sanhedrin. Ein lechasho shakosha ba'olam. The hardest time for the Jewish people in that throughout the, 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 the era of the history of the Jewish people is when Hashem says, Haster, Haster, Ponai. And that's why the Rambam, uh, he, the Rogach goes on to say that there's a Kufa where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, the Shekhinah left the, the, the Besamidosh and he says he will go into the Midbar. So what, what the Rambam, so the Rogachover explains what's the Midbar? The Midbar is a Mokom Hefka. So to speak that he's Vibald is a Hastoras Ponim. There's no clear, obvious revelation of godliness, right? So he covers up on the revelation. So therefore, it's sort of the Hashgoch is removed. Hashgoch means that he is Mashgiach. He sees and follows and everything which occurs. It's, it's, not, it's not Mikri Hazman. But when uh, God forbid there's a Hester Ponim, so it seems like it's, it's, it's a Hefter. So in that case, the Tzachot is not so bad. I don't want to get too involved. Excuse me, excuse me. But there's a big difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, it's, it's quite obvious, and I think we don't have to philosophize too much. These are the words of the Rambam. And because they're very sensitive words, I just repeated the words from the text. So everybody take it the way you want to take it. Let's go on. I want to just bring out as follows. That this, this Rambam, goes, continues on, he says. Here we're going, and we're speaking about a nega and a tzoraz. Which nega and saras is in essence something evil, right? Something negative, right? 
Nevertheless, so one would would think, and if not for this pshat of the of the Rambam, where the Rambam says that the Vayelach applies to the Mitzayir, one, one can be mistaken to learn that this is in a form of Hester Ponim. Hashem is Maser the and it's so to speak like in the context of Chumash Dvorim, right? That it is so to speak in a form of. Uh, that it's begeder siluk va'aziva lemikre hazman. And by the way, the Gemara says, Mefurishim esikhtahiris, which Rogachover brings out the word, that there is such a concept of tsaras, which is, is called nige oinsim. They don't, this is not your normal uh, 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 formation, so to speak, or of, 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 of tsaras, right, of the skin disease. And it's called, it's called nige oinsim. And the Gemara says as follows, nige oinsim can cause ritual impurity. But, if it's a nega caused by demons or sorcerers, says the Gemara, according to Rab Shimon, it's not metame. It's not metame. You get it? According to Rab Shimon, there's no ritual impurity. It has no din soras. So the Gemara says the foolish, there can be a metzis of a soras, a metzora, which is caused by the blow of a demon. And can be also by a because of Kishuf, says the Gemara there, that according to Rab Shimon, it doesn't cause any ritual impurity. And the Rambam, it's derived from the post-Kosar, who says, I will bring a nega. Hashem says, so the Rabbi explains, when it comes to sorcery, when it comes to demons, it's not ani, it's a demon in Baalma. When a Baruch who brings something, it's a Metzius Toironis. It's a true, it's not an act, it's, it's a true tangible thing. It, it's, it's a thing which was, it's, it, 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 it can be, it's actually common. You can say if it became, it, it happens, hocus pocus, it's a miracle kind of thing. If it's developed in the natural ways, like a person has a skin disease, right? So you can say, right, that this is the dinim of Taras, if it meets all the, 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 the dinim of, of, of Parsha Sazria. Here, what had it happen here? All of a sudden, the dinim of Taras, right? It's definitely coming up as it's hocus pocus. So it's not nige oinsim. It's not together kishuf. It's not together together from from shindalit. Right? It's Hakadosh Baruch doing it. In other words, Hakadosh Baruch is hanging in there. He's doing it. And with this, the Rambam explains as follows. So this is the general approach. This is just what the Rambam just brings and attaches this 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 merinavuchin to this psukim that the vayelach applies also to the soras. Now listen carefully. He brings to our attention a Gemara where the Gemara says so mefurish in this context, in relation to Hakadosh Baruch. The Gemara says in Mesichta Zvoch and Tavkuf Beizim Mutalas. All the Rogachov. And basically, what the Rogachov wants to do with all these Chazals, he wants to explain. I believe he wants to explain for us number one, to show that Hakadosh Baruch whose hand is here. This is the Hashgocha. When this Soras was placed upon Miriam, it's not a gather of Nige Oinsim, it's a Kodesh, not together that we, we say that there's an Aziva, there's the Hasoras Hashgocha. On the contrary, it's the Vayelach, wants to substantiate what the Rogachov is saying, what the Rambam is saying, that the Vayelach applies to the Soras, number one. Number two, the Rogachov will explain it in such a manner that nevertheless, a Kodesh Baruch is not bringing something which is in essence evil. Because in essence, right, Tzoraas nega is something evil, something negative, right? And it says in the Posik, the Rogachover quotes, it says in the Chazal, and it says in the Posik, mi pielion right? And there's right, all negativity, so what is Hashem bringing? So, and Hashem, you know, if you see negativity and evil, how are you going to say it's not a Kodesh Baruch Hu? Hashem was mashgiach, his, his, his ayin toivo, and all the negativity is coming from other way. No? Here, Dafka, the Taras is coming from Akadosh Baruch Hu, with his Ashgokha, the Vayelach is from Akadosh Baruch Hu. Is the Taras mitzad Akadosh Baruch Hu? Nevertheless, in essence, it's not bad. You'll soon see why. I believe that's what he wants to say. But the he brings to our, to our attention a couple of Gemaras. Here we go to one Gemara, which basically substantiates everything the Rambam said. The Gemara says in the Sikhta Zwach and Dafkuf Bey, says the Gemara, the Rav in Dafkuf Alpha, but Bey's is of the opinion that Meshur Abeinu was a Kohen Godel. Okay, and it seems from the Achroinim, the Yavits, and others learn that he, his opinion is not just was he a Kohen God, whilst the Shivas Yimea Miluim, whilst they uh, inaugurated the Mishkan, but he was a Kohen God throughout his lifetime. Okay, says the Gemara Meisvei, I'll ask you Akasha, if he was a Kohen, there's a major problem. I'll have a Furish Gemara to prove that he wasn't a Kohen. The Gemara quotes a Bryce, it says in the Bryce, Miriam Mihiz Girev, who placed her in quarantine. Miriam became a Tzaraz, right? Who placed him in quarantine? Says the Gemara, was it Moshe? Says the Gemara, he's a Zor. He's a plain person, he's not a Kohen. 
And he cannot, we know that the din is, like we learned in Parshas Azriah, that the coin has to see the tzoras, and the coin has to say, Torah Tome, it's Xeris Akosim, that's the Psekalochah. So if serves the coin, he's not a coin, he's a zor. Says the Gemara, was it Aaron? Says the Gemara, Aaron is a related, is a, a relative. And a relative cannot see in the goyim. Paskin to say Torah Tome. Now, Torah already brings to our attention. This is derived from the Posik Vachol Riv. It's derived from that all dinitaries can be with a relative, etc. So the same had two uh, judges. It's the same had two. So the nega has a din of a river of a din. So uh, that's an opinion. That's one opinion. Tosis brings to our attention that in the Mishnah, excuse me, brings to our attention that in the in the Sicht and the Going Perik base, there's a machloekis of Tanoi. One opinion. The mayor, I think, is of the opinion that the Kroyvin cannot be. Uh, be Roy and Negoin, just like you can't see your own Nega, you can't see Negoin, you can't decide in relation to the Nega of the, of the Korov, of the relative. So this Gemara follows with that opinion that you cannot, even though the halacha is that you can. Okay, so the Gemara says there was no way that Aaron can do it. Says the Gemara, if so, who did it? And just by the way, the Marshal already asks the Kasha, what's the problem if you need a Koyen? So there were enough Israelim who knew the halachas of Nega, and they could bring it to Pinchas. Pinchas was also a Koyen. And Pinchas was just a far relative, so it's a shlishi, berishin, v'chulu, depending on the... Okay, so that's the whole issue. Was he or wasn't he, number one? And number two, there's a machlok, is a rishonin, if he has a, is, has a problem with the korov or not, the marshal deals with it. Just, I just said, look there, I'm not dealing with it, I'm not learning with it. The Gemara concludes, says the Gemara, kovoid, godol, osola, kodesh boruch. HaKadosh Baruch Hu treated Miriam with COVID Godel. COVID Godel. Her spalzem was the COVID Godel. COVID Godel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ani Koyin, I'm a Koyin. Hashem said, I'm a Koyin. And I will therefore, I will be Mazgirov, and I will be Machlito, and I will be Metairo, Ani Azgiro, Vani Achlito, Vani Atareno. Hashem says, I will be the one to make her tame. I will be the one to make her tame. But if you look in the post it says, if an Aaron is married, it seems that Aaron, she uh, turned to her. I mean, I heard what you said. Wow, before. what do you want to say? I want to say maybe, well, Aaron looks to me from the post that Aaron was actually the one who, 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 uh, what? When he turned to her. In other words, she came She remained to Mitzurah, she's locked up. But when, at what, he looks at her, stage, what is he doing? At what stage is he going to Maybe he couldn't do anything, he has his hands clapped tied. He can't do nothing. She's Mitzurah, never. That's exactly what the Sifri says. You should know, I want to tell you something. This is dope. Yeah, this is not gun. There's a Pirish Torah of Sodom. He wants to say, Let's go. Okay. We're moving. <laughs> All right. But because we're learning Rogat Shavas, I'm not going to deal with it. But I'm just referring you to a Pirish Torah of Sodom, which I talked about this evening. And it's, you can, it's for real. So he wants to do, say something <coughs> about it. Dafke, after Aaron became. His tzoras left him, so that gave him an allowance to check out her tzoras, basically. He couldn't take, remove it, because the Ramam says that Koyim Mitzirah can't remove tzoras. So he turns around, he wants now, and by him turning around, in other words, it's alluding to say that he left, his tzoras left him, so that released him from his tzoras, but may that allowed him to take care of hers. But he just sees her as a Mitzirah, but the fact is that a Korov cannot. But it depends, like I said in the first, we say, also deal with if Korovim can or cannot. But the Gemara follows with the Gemara with this opinion that your relatives cannot. Finished. Ended. So the Gemara says, Beforeish, I am. Ah. No. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I. I'm going to be Metamim. Ah, yeah. So what is this Soras? This Soras is a Mitzis. It's not Heder, says the Rogu Chover. It's not together a Heder. It's not because it was Haskara, Hasaras, Hashgocha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Vayelach, what the Rambam says, that Hashem's, the Vayelach and the Posuk refers to that Hashem is making sure that she's Mitzoras. This is what says in the Gemara. Vani atamenu, vani asgerenu, tzumafurushu Gemara ezbochin. Says the Rogachov. Which, by the way, interestingly, it says in the, it says in the Gemara, COVID, Godel, what's to be COVID? Better if no one is left to be mitameha, so she'll remain tahara. What isn't that greater? So Moshe is cancelled out, Aaron's cancelled out. So the Gemara, greater covet, Moshe Isn't there a bigger covet that we're not mitameha at all? And Tosis actually quotes from a sifri that Aaron, not Koyin, cries out to Hashem. He says, "It's a rachmanus on my sister. I can't do it. Moshe Rabbeinu can't do it. What's going to be with my sister? Who's going to make a tummy? Ask Tosis. It doesn't answer. As Tosis was a shleif. It's a black Torah. So he says black, that's a real. Doesn't answer. 
יפה, זה ירשן, זה ירשן. זאת אומרת, בחור שור, בתבוע שור, אני אסביר שבחור שור עם שיחת זבוכים, ועל השר, ועוד קרן אוירה, they say, פושט, like you said, פושט, but they say it, in the safer, מקוראים שמול, referred to, from others, אחרון, whatever, one of the גדולי אחרים has a whole פלפל on it, but the בחור שור says כפשוטו, that the ingen of, the whole ingen, why it comes, מצורייס comes, because of לושן הורה. So therefore, by this, that we, we make her a tzaras, and we're mazgir, and machlitur, and then we're metairos, and she goes through the process of tzaras, so that cleanses her. So it's a cleansing for the, for the chet. So that's a tikkun for the chet. It corrects the chet, and it fixes it all up. So that's exactly what I believe, that's what the Gemara covered Godel. And, and they explained for the toifus, that's what, what, that why Aaron was so disturbed. There's not going to be anyone to partake with, to, of her. Okay, atkan. So that's what the Gemara. Let's now go back. Now that we see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Baruch Yeh. So it's hands on, right? There's Gilead of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's here. He's always here. But it's not the Gilead of Esther Pony. Yeah? And there's hands on. And what says? Aval ain't right here in the middle he says. What's going on here? It says, Mi pi alien loitait say, Vain dover right here in it. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is making her a Mitzurah. So you're right. It's a tikkun. I'll find a vote. But if the nega per se is an evil thing, So how is that coming from my love? Listen to what the Rogan Trevor says. And here he brings the Gemara and the Sikhta Sota, which I think is a shtikul pun. In the Gemara, face value, it comes out as follows. And if you want to substantiate it, you take out your... And I wanted to, so therefore I took out my art scroll. My, the Shul's art scroll. And he touches that way because he has no other way to touch because he learned the Gemara and Rashi. What does it say in Gemara and Rashi? It says as follows. It says, Thomas Azuva. Azuva, who is Azuva? Azuva is Miriam. She was called Azuva. Why was she called Azuva? Because she was a sick, unfortunate. Unfortunately, she was sickly. She wasn't healthy. She was a very unhealthy person. And therefore, everybody left go of her. No one was interested in marrying her. So she was Azuva. No one looked after her. She, no one bothered with her. What do we say about Thomas Azuva? Says Rashi. But Thomas Azuva, because she had skin disease. She was at Matsaras, and Matsaras is Khosh of Kemes. So it says Azuva died, etc. He didn't actually die. Okay, Azuva. What happened further? Says the Gemara. Then the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says that she also was nicknamed Yiriyos. And Rashi explains. What is Yiriyos? Yiriyos are such, uh, such curtains, right? Which uh, basically it means that she was like white like a sheet. She had no color to herself. She had no color to herself. She was like jaundice and she had no admimus. Rashi says clearly. She had no admimus. She had no color in her face. She was ill. No, 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 that's what you said. We call that anemic. Yafe, right. Yafe. It's not yafe, but yes. I'll, we'll soon come to that. Well, 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 go to Kabara. No, that's Pshat and Gemara. She was Pshat and yeah. And the Gemara concludes that nevertheless, in this state, a Kolev married her and looked after her and made her to make sure she should, she should recuperate, she should recuperate and looked after her and she became well and healthy, etc. And color returned to her face and the Gemara says as follows, that she was called, she was kivered like a rose. She, and she shone like the, 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 the sun shines in the afternoon. She became like Babish, but full of but full bloom, finished. Now, uh, Okay, so number one, what are the colors dealt with in the Gemara? The Gemara comes out very clear according to Rashi and according to the way I explained that. That's the Pashmus. Rashi says she was lacking, she was nimic like, okay? Not Mimus, right? Rashi says, Mefurish Yerakrekes, that she's jaundice-like, right? Or she's pale, like white, like a sheet, Yerias. Then the Gemara says she's varied. Varied is a rose. Pashmus are red rose. Okay? The white roses and red roses. But I think the Rogachov didn't know. Okay, but Varied means a rose. And according to Rashi, it fits. Because Rashi says she's lacking in Admimus, the first Rashi. So Lady Digimara says, Verit, she becomes like Verit, discolored her face, she looks like a mensch, everybody looks after her, everybody wants her, everybody's jealous of him and her, etc. That's the nicest. Give there, Shani Gimara. And the Gemara says, Kitsahorayim, like the sun shines in the afternoon. So, like this redness to the sun, it's beautiful, it's in the fullest bloom. I'm a So what's the Tsaras? And also this fellow, the, whoever's doing the, the editor of this Gemara, says, you know, the Tsaras mentioned there is not the Tsaras. Of, of mentioned in the Parshas Miriam, even though we're talking about Miriam, right? But it's a different Saras. Because the Miriam described here is really this Saras, which is mentioned in this Gemara, has to be a different Saras, which he had yet while she was still in, in Egypt, while she was still in Mitzrayim, here they're out of Mitzrayim. It's a total different Saras. That's what he wants to say. Finished, Zolzai. 
That's the end of the Gemara. Anyway, the Rogachora says as follows. We're, now let's go back now to the initial thing to the Possible. It says in the Possible, the Ha'onon Sormala Oil, Vine Miriam Mitzoras, Kasholeg, Vaif and Arnold Miriam, Vine Mitzoras. Okay? Now, there, without getting too involved, there is a, a Mishnah and a Safro. A Safro, Teres Kainim, a Parshas Mitzorah. In Sazria, excuse me. And there is a rivet which the rivet has a problem with that safro, and all the Meforshi has to free bring it also in Parshas Bahalois. I'm not going to raise it up with you, even though the Rogachover touches on it and seems to want to reconcile it also. And I believe that's exactly why the Rogachover approaches it in this manner, because he seems to approach it in an opposite manner than the rest of the Meforshi. And with this, he also explains the, the, the Sifri. In addition to explaining the Psukim, he also explains the Sifri. Uh, also, the Meshachachma, those who will have a Meshachachma, after we'll address to you what the Rogachover brings, if time will allow, time won't allow for us to introduce the Meshachachma, but you on your own could look at a glimpse of the Meshachachma. It could be even the Rogachover. I don't know, I have this theory. I don't know. I, I have no base, way to substantiate it. I'm trying to work, work on it. I, my feeling is that the Rogachover, it's known that the Mayor Simcha and Dvinsk was older than the Rogachover. Uh, if we respected him or not, I don't know, but there are different stories about how, what their relationship. They, always, they spoke in learning, but they always argued in learning, etc. Uh, uh, in the the Meshachov, I think, was only published after the after the Rameir Simcha passed away. But the Rogachover lived for 10 years in Dvinsk after the Rameir Simcha. I'm just wondering if the Rogachover saw the Meshachov, because if he did, it would just explain a lot of different things the Rogachov says in Sapphos Panechalotir, because it's known that sometimes. Many have a theory that he sees, he sees eye to eye with the Rogachover. And many things the Rogachover says in Sefzbanech, the, the, the Rameir Simcha says in Meshachachma. And I think just the opposite. That whenever the Rameir Simcha says things in the Meshachachma, and the Rogachover the may have had it, and he pounced on it. Pasha Kipshutoi. And therefore, everything he saw in the Meshachachma, he said Pasha twisted it differently because he didn't like what the Meshachachma said. That's my gut feeling. And here, mm-hmm. the same applies. Whatever. That's... The Mishnah says a Givaldic thing. The Mishnah says as follows. You know, there are four stages of, 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 of the, of the Tzoraz, of the, the uh, shades, of the white... Uh, yeah, so the strongest stage is Mitzoraz Kasholik. That's exactly what the Torah is saying. That it's white like snow. That's the highest stage of the brightest white, right? And then there is the, the lowest stage, according to, depending on which opinions, is, is Kikrum Beyu. And that is like the Eksham. That is the, the, the lesser stage. Anything less in the, in the, in the, in the tzoras, in this uh, skin disease, right? So it, 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 it turns, the skin turns to a, a, a shade of white. Off-white. Off-white. Okay, I don't want to say off-white because off-white, there are different shades of off-white. Why is that off-white? You know, those who sell material to things, you know, how do they call them? Those... Uh, yeah, so that's it. You know how many colors? You know how many colors are enough of us to do them? <laughs> you say, oh, you know how many of whites there are? <laughs> so that's it. Okay. Okay, for the, for the discussion, for the means of the discussion, it's good. Okay, so anything less than the shade of white, less than Kikrum Beya, Kikrum, the eggshell, is okay. It's Tor, right? Okay, wonderful. But it can be Kaya, it can be Kikrum Beitza. If it's kaya, if it is uh, a dull white, right? If it's a dull white and it still matches up kikrum beya, it's still tome. Because these are the four shades mentioned in the Mishnah and in the Halacha. Anything less is okay. Okay. Which then we would call in the terminology with the Rogachover introduces in the Bolshoim of the Yerushalmi and the Teisvis that it's called kaya minha kaya. Okay? Anything less than the kaya, which is like, uh, which is uh, kikrum beya, so kaya minha kaya would, wouldn't be a problem. Now, The Mishnah says as follows. The Mishnah says a very practical thing. The Mishnah says, Germani. That's a Mishnah in Mesichtin, the Goyim Perik Beis Mishnah Aleph. Now, what does Germani mean? Now, Germani, the Tiferes Yisrael teaches, someone who is lovon biyoyser. Right? His mamish very white skin. His mamish is skin is white, bright white. Very lovon, lovon biyoyser. Germani. So there are two pirushim. Some say lovon beyoser. There's a pirush of the Rambam, which is one thing. It's white, like 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 a bone, like bone. Okay. Oh, but uh, the two pirushim are so practical pirushim. One is Germani Meloshim Germany, Ashkenaz, Medinas Ashkenaz. In in contrast to Medinas Ethiopia, to to Kush, to Africa, to Africa, to Kushim. And then the Mishnah introduces there is Germani and Kushi. So there's. 
Cushing, Germany, Germany. So that would be from Ashkenaz and Europe, right? But then you have the Cushing, which is from Africa and Ethiopia. And the Mishnah says as follows, that you can have the Azov, right? If you take the strongest shade, the, the harshest shade, the harshest Saras, which is Kashelik, right? Mitzaraz Kashelik, right? White as snow. If it will be, got, if it will develop on the Germani, excuse me, another shot of Germani, I'm sorry, is, like you said, brought in the Tiferes Yisrael, that's Albino, right? Which is a moon, which is right, he was born that way, and therefore his skin is mamish, whatever, okay? He's very, very white. He's not even whiter than the German, or whatever. Or those countries where they're, right, they're not such dark complexioned, okay? Whatever the case is, Germani will use the Lashon of the Mishnah. Germani or Germani, however, I didn't have an Atzchol Mishnah, so I couldn't see exactly how they translate it. And Mustami, it's good, but the Yeshiva has one. I didn't bother traveling there. But let's move. Uh, good. So the Mishnah says, Azo, Azo Kasheleg of the Germani is Tor. But it's Kaya. If you take, right? Because it's not, you're not going to see the bright white on a bright, you plate a white, a bright white surface and you'll take the strongest white shade and you put it on that surface, right? What does it look like? It looks darker. It looks darker. It's chaos. It's not going to look bright white. So it'll be tall. It'll be tall. How does Germania get started? Never. According to one opinion. Never. Take a look at it before Shem Shnayis. According to this opinion, never. No problem. Take out the Mephorshim, you'll see. That's the proof. Bal, 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 los, 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 Easy, take your time. This is just the Das Tanakam. And the Tanakam goes on, he says, and then he says, Keya Bikushi is Azo. If you'll take the lightest shade, right? Kikrum Beitza. You put it on someone who is Ethiopian, right? So then it'll look like Kashele. And hello, it's Bitome. Right? Unless it's Mamish. Okay, 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 whatever. Okay. Ended. Now, Lozamanut. The facts are, the Mishnah goes on and introduces a Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. And he says, he starts speaking about B'nai Yisrael, and he says, we go according to the average complexion. Not the Germani, not the Kushi. And therefore, any fellow who approaches you with a Tzaras, even though he's light-skinned or dark-skinned, you cannot evaluate the Tzaras based on his skin, You'll have to evaluate it based on the average complexion. Benuni. Benuni, average complexion. Benuni. Okay? Then Rabbi Yaakov is not happy with that. He says there's no way you can make an average or whatever. You actually have to paint, you have to fa you have to paint his face. In other words, you can't just evaluate it. You're right, they have at the circuses, you know, the kids that paint, you know, the, the Yeah? Face paint. So it says Rabbi Akiva, you have to face paint him. You take an average, or say it's an off-white, or an average complexion, and paint his face, if he's dark complexioned, or light complexioned, you have to take that average color and paint his face around its arras, and then you'll be able to evaluate if he's, what level of mitzvah he is. You can't just base it on. Now, the facts are, the facts are, that you look at Rambam, and so the Mephorsh Mishnais claimed that based on the Rambam and Hilfa Saras, Perik Aleph, Alochates, it would seem that the Rambam learned that there's no three opinions. The first, the Tanakhama asks a question. And like you said, your question. If so, the, the, the Germani will never be Tome. And the Kushi will always be Tome. So basically, the Tanakhama of the Mishnah asks a question. What with the Germani? What with the Kushi? Answers the Mishnah, don't judge him by his skin. You have to make it according to the average, to, to the general, the Benoni, the Odom Benoni, right? <coughs> but the Rash, Rab Shimshim Mishans, and his Pirush, and the Bartanura learn that actually there is such an opinion, the Tanakhama's opinion, and they argue on Rabbi Shmuel. And that is the Stam Mishnah. And the Rogi Chabra says, Interesting. He says, Rahi Kaimalam, get it? In other words, according to the rules of the Mishnah, where there's a Stam Mishnah, without the name of the Tanakam, and then the names, you have to pass it like the Stam Mishnah. Now, even though the Rambam learned that this Stam Mishnah never set up Sak, it's basically asking a question, 
Right? It says in Rambam, the Rogachavar himself learns this Mishnah, like the Rush and the Bartanura, that it is a Stam Mishnah, and therefore the Halacha should be like the Stam Mishnah. And so says in the commentaries, Mishnah Achron or Mishnah Rishonah, that according to the Rush and according to the Bartanura, the Halacha should be like the Tanakhama. So let's follow with the Tanakhama. I'll call upon him. He says, Rachikaiba, not Zuzak Rogachavar. The Master of the Ram doesn't say so, but he says, Rachikaiba, in the Mishnah, I'll call upon him. Good, let it be. Listen here. Listen here. Now you have to understand, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have brought a Tzoraz, which in essence is Tzoraz Kashelek, yeah? So then that's evil. Correct? Evil. There's no question about it. Now, what was her complexion like? Miriam's. Says the Rogit Shover. Relax. Says the Rogit Shover. Miriam was ill. Her complexion was Choshuch, Shocher. Her face was blackened. It was blackened. Someone fasting. In that same sugi, the Gemara says that Kolev's face was blackened from fasting so much. He had no color to him. It blackened. The Gemara also says in other places, right, that the poor people who don't have what to eat and the Anis, etc., etc., so their faces blackened. They have no color to their face. And the Loshan is that the Shachar, they're dark complexioned. They can't look after themselves. They don't have any. There's no sign of life in them. Okay? So the Rabbi Chavar says Miriam was ill. And he brings the Gemara in Soita, she was ill. If she was ill, her face was what? Her face was like Kikushi. Shachar. She was Shachar. You get it? Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, guess what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes her Tzoraz, correct? But not a Tzoraz, which is Azokishelik. He brings upon her a Tzoraz, which is Keha. Keha. Kikrum Beitza. Keha. Keha. But Keha on Shachar is Azo Kishelek. Didn't you just say that? Yeah. The Mishnah says so Mefurish. Says the Rogi Chavar as follows. Let's read. Let's read the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Says the Rogi Chavar, Because she is Miriam. She's ill. Her face is blackened. Because she has no life in her, right? She's fashvartzen ponen. Right? Satishkin koya. Therefore, mitzoyraz kasholeg. Therefore, the tzoraz she attains looks like it is kasholeg. Is it kasholeg? It has a halocha of kasholeg. Right? It's kasholeg. Because the Mishnah says, keyo bakushi. Is Tmeya Ka'azo. So it's a Mephurish quote of the Mishnah. Because she's Miriam, it's Mitzrayah's Kasholik. But, Vayifen Aaron el Miriam, Vihine Mitzrayah's. Aaron turns to Miriam and he knows very well that her complexion is dark because she's ill. And he therefore perceives, the, he analyzes and he looks at the Tzorahs and he sees. That the only reason it's Mitzrayah's Kasholeg is because it's Miriam, right? But look at the Tzorahs per se, it's really Kehoh. It's only Mitzrayah's. It's not Kasholeg. If it wasn't on the surface of Miriam's face, it wouldn't be as a Kasholeg. It would be only Kehoh. So that's what the Rabbi Chavar says. Vahine Miriam, because it's Miriam, therefore it's Mitzrayah's Kasholeg. Because it's Kehoh on a dark surface. It's kikrum beitza on a dark surface, so it shines like it's azakishelik. But when Aaron looked to Miriam, he only sees that it's mitzeras. It's merely, it's not keya. It's only keya kikrum beitza. It's not mitzeras kasholik. One moment. Now, one moment, one moment, one moment. Could Aaron Akoyim be mitahir her? Can he be a kertor? He can't make kertor anyway, right? You know why? Why? Because it's, it's, we don't go according to what the average is. We go according to the person who is seen. Right? And the Mishnah says, that's the Tanakhama, that it depends on what your complexion is. Each person is different. And because Miriam's complexion is such a complexion, right, that she's Shchoyro, she's not well, and now she gets the Tzoraz, so therefore she's Tumeya. You get it? So there's nothing we can do, but at least we can understand why she's only Mitzoraz, she's not Mitzoraz Kasholik, the way Aaron sees it. 
She still remains tummy because it can't be metaira, because it's on her skin. Let's go further. What did the Gemara say further? The Gemara says <coughs> that Kolev was Vispala. And what was called Kolev Vispala? And her face becomes Kivered. Kivered. And I'm telling you the Rogachava learns Kivered like a white rose. In this Shas you have roses. And I looked in the Oroch. And there are different places in Shas where the Gemara says Mefurish Kivered. A red rose? And there are certain places in Shas where the Gemara says Kivered. A white rose. Look in Oroch Hasholim. I'll find it for you if you need to find it. I didn't bother writing it down or paying attention to it. I just wanted to know, is there such a thing? Yes, there is. No problem. So, Bemele Kivered, he doesn't even quote the Gemara Ketzaharayim. He quote a quote of the Gemara Ketzaharayim. Tzaharayim, Nam is Mamish Lichtik. We're like, how is it in the afternoon, the daytime? It's not like the sun shines in the daytime. But then there's a bit of red, that's what the Rabbi Archibald said. No, it's Ketzaharayim. As if it's so lichtik, but oh. doesn't quote the Gemara Ketzaharayim. What's his name? The Mishachachman quotes Ketzaharayim. He's happy to quote Kivered. Now, Kivered is Kivered. Ah. Guess what happens when her face turns Kivered? What happens when her face turns Kivered? So we have a nega, which is kikrum beitzah, on a surface which is kiveret. So from the keha it becomes keha shebekeha. Right? It becomes keha shebekeha. It becomes tohera. Why? Because the facts are that if it becomes, the surface becomes such a surface which is bright white. If it's bright white and you have a lighter thing on it, Right, you have a chaos, something, something which is off-white. It look even more off-white when it's on a bright, uh, on a bright, a bright surface. So that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara originally starts off and says Miriam is not well, so her face is kishchayra. But then she becomes, she she improves and she she's healed and she's kivered. And because she goes through these two stages, make the change in the status of the what of the nega. So I believe the Rabbi Shabbat wants to say. It's not that Hashem is bringing something in essence which is evil. There's nothing Hashem will bring down which is evil. It's all relative to the recipient. It's all based on the person. It depends on what situation you're in. If you're in a situation where your face is shchera, then the, what HaKadosh Baruch is bringing about is a nega. But if you're in a situation where you're levana, so then what HaKadosh Baruch brings about is tahira. I don't want to say anything. I'm just trying to understand what the Rogachovra says. And I believe the Rogachovra wants to reconcile it by approaching it this way. In other words, with this, the Rogachovra says, not when he explains the Psukim, he explains the Gemara. And you see here, according to this, the Rogachovra has a novel chart in the Besetna Soita that according to this, he learns that Saras mentioned in the Rashi, but Thomas Azumi is the Befeinish, this context of the Miriam. It's this Saras, and the two stages of it occurred, so to speak. While she was a Mitzayra, he marries her before she's a Mitzayra, right? She's not well. She's a Shechayra, she becomes a Mitzayra. And then he's Mispalo, Ki'ilu, and then she becomes Kivered. So it all happens during his marriage. And now according to the Rav Shabbat, you can appreciate very, very well, in addition that when you look in the Gemara Mesech the Saita, we can appreciate the Gemara's out to explain the, the Mila and the beauty of Kholi, that he takes her and looks after her and he builds her up, etc., etc., and, and so on and so forth, right? The Mila of Kholi, that he marries Miriam, According to the Rogachover, it also has halachic implications. The Gemara is not stop telling you an Haggadah Bialma. It's a Haggadah which has halachic implications in Dinitzaras. But again, and then in, the, in addition, the Rogachover, I'm repeating this a couple of times, the Rogachover, because I think it's novel, how the Rogachover, I think he wants to say it, it's, just, it's hard to figure out, but just see it in his words, that the Rogachover learns by approaching it this way and analyzing it this way, we say, HaKadosh Baruch has hands on, HaKadosh Baruch has mashgiach, and there's the Vayelech and the Tzoras, I, Mipiyelech, and it's not just that she be Rami HaKadosh Baruch, there's no Rami HaKadosh Baruch. HaKadosh Baruch never afflicted her in Tzoras. HaKadosh Baruch only made cause of this coloring of the skin. Now is that Saras? It depends on you now. It depends on how you relate to it. If your skin is such a skin color, right? Which can, which can cause that the Saras should be, it should be get, get the Saras. Then it can be if you pray hard enough so your skin color will change so that the Saras is not to get the Saras anymore. So, so really, whenever, basically what we're saying doesn't bring any Iran on Israel, right? If God forbid there's something which seems to be unfortunate it's because the recipients aren't the way they should be. But if the recipients are the way they should be, so then we will see in Revelation what Hashem is doing is fine for us. 
You get what I'm saying? So basically what the Rogachovar has done here is really taken care of many different areas in one nutshell. And with that we end. Um, Simon Betayev, have a good night. She didn't have Tzeras at all then, if that's the case. She did, because the halacha is according to the Tanakhama, said the Rogachovar. According to the Tanakhama, if your dark complexion, if you have, and you have a, a, a negative Tzeras of Ib Kikrum so you're Tomeh, you're Tzmeyah. It could be on so someone who was average complexion, it wouldn't have been a Tzeras, but on her, but on her skin, if she was white, it wouldn't be a problem, she turned white later. That's why she became Tzeras. But we didn't have to manipulate the tzaras. You had to manipulate her skin. And that's what occurred at. We didn't, there was no change in the shade of the tzaras. The change was in her skin. In her complexion. It's very original. And there's something to think about. It's really something to think about. And I'm happy to photocopy that. You read it yourself. And tell me if what I think, what I said is right or wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to cut by... Uh... By a regular person who gets Tsaras. If you're a regular white person, you get Tsaras. Hashem's the one who gives you the nega. Excuse no me, I don't know in general. He's explaining this context, and I don't know if he wants to say a general message. I don't know. I just, I developed it and I extended it. it I don't know. I don't know. Here it fits beautifully. And here he wants the scene to convey it. Yeah. Maybe Dafka because it's Piyakas to Miriam. Because she's a Tikonis, maybe she's a etc. And so on and so on and so forth. No. Yeah. Was that too? Interesting, right? Yeah, it could be. That's the... Uh...